Welcome to the podcast where you get your news and views of the sports world that we live in. And now here's your podcaster, Lige Weichers. Welcome to the Lige Weichers Show. It's a Christmas special episode. And what do you know? Christmas came early. That's right. Last week we talked about on the show, is it time for panic? The Lions and the Colts were coming off tough losses and people were starting to lose hope. Isn't it interesting how that happens where a team loses one game and all of a sudden the coaches aren't quite as good, the players don't have it, everyone starts to lose faith just because of one loss or a couple bad games in a row. Me and Luke, we were prepared. It was time for war. It was Saturday. It was back-to-back primetime games for the Colts and Lions. And what do you know? We got our gift from Santa. The Colts, they went out and they smoked the Steelers. And then the Lions come out and put the hammer down on the Denver Broncos, showing Sean Payton what it's like to be a real football team, a real head coach, and Dan Campbell. Said, welcome to the big league, Sean Payton. This ain't the Saints anymore. You're with the Broncos and Russell Wilson, and things aren't so dandy anymore. Man, what a time to be alive. It really is. Think about how good we have it. We've got the Colts in playoff contention with a good coach and the starting quarterback not even playing. The Detroit Lions are competing for the playoffs. Imagine being a Lions fan and being frustrated with the team when... If you would have told them they would be in the playoff hunt, not only that, but about to win the division and go to the playoffs as a two or the three seed, think about how much fun we're having. Do people ever take the chance to to sit back to enjoy Dan Campbell, to enjoy Ben Johnson, to enjoy the offense humming, the defense being up and down? Instead, a lot of people are frustrated. They don't like what they're seeing. They want everything perfect. This This is going to take some growing pains to win. Dan Campbell talks about growth. He talks about how do you build a winning culture. It doesn't come all at once. And that's what I think both of these teams are kind of showing. As for the Colts, man, you got to watch Gardner Minshew every week and it doesn't look great, but the defensive line comes to play. Young guys on the back end come to play. Gardner Minshew is playing well enough and the run game with Trey Sermon and Tyler Goodson is all of a sudden churning out eight yards of carry. This is what football is all about. Meaningful football in December. And I just want to take take a second, step back and say, wow, are we enjoying the run to what potentially could be a Super Bowl, but at least the playoffs? Meaningful December football? How often does this happen? These are two good football teams. And I, for one, am glad that on Christmas I can sit down and say, I'm happy with management that's running my team. Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes. I just watched the Barry Sanders documentary, and man, I wasn't around during Barry's time, but of course you get all the old heads that say, now let me tell you back in my day, Barry Sanders was the best running back of all time, and honestly, they're right, Barry Sanders was the best running back of all time, but what I got out of that documentary is management matters, coaching matters. It's easy for these players to want to play for a city, but when they're constantly worn down by old guys who don't know what they're doing, who don't help out the team and put a winning product on the table... That's hard to deal with. The city of Detroit is starved for a winner. Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes, they're building something. They're headed in the right direction, and that direction is the playoffs, and that brings us to this week. The Lions have a chance to do something they've never done in the NFC North. They can do something that they've never done at Ford Field. That's win the division and host a playoff game. The last time they hosted a playoff game, it was the NFC Central. It wasn't even the NFC North. This was back in Barry Sanders Day, 1991-92, I believe. They hosted a playoff game and won a playoff game. That's what we're dealing with here over 30 years. The opportunity has presented itself to go to Minnesota to win the game and win the division. There's no if this team wins and if that team loses. No, it's very simple. Win and you're in. 
the division can be ours. Now, a lot of the old Lions fans are saying, well, two of the last three are against Minnesota, and if they just lose out and the Vikings win out, well, then they don't win the division. This is not the way we should be thinking. There's a game to be had, a very interesting game, I might add, against the Vikings in Minnesota to win the division. Let's continue to turn this thing around and take the first step to winning a Super Bowl, and that is to win the division. Now, this game is very interesting. Brian Flores has been doing some very good work with the Minnesota Vikings defense. We've all heard about they live on the extremes. They lead the league in blitzing, but not the blitzing you might expect. They run either six-man blitzes or they just rush three. They lead the league in both, and that's why it's so tough. The quarterback doesn't know if they've either got all-out pressure and need to get a hot read out quick or if they're only blitzing three and they need to take their time and let their routes develop. This could be a little bit concerning for Jared Goff because we know that Goff under pressure, if you get him rushed a little bit, he might just throw it directly to the other team. And that could be a potential concern. I think to counteract that, the Lions offensive line is going to have to play well. And good news for us, they are playing well and they're all healthy. I think that the Lions are going to go into Minnesota. The offense is going to keep going to work. Why? Because the offensive line is altogether working on the same page. The running game can get going. You can get guys like Gibbs. Amin-Ra, Laporta in space on the quick game and use the guys up front and their veteran experience to work on picking up this pressure. Now they haven't played a ton of games together but the Broncos were blitzing a decent amount last week and they were able to really pick that stuff up with no problem. So I think they're going to have to rely on the offensive line. Jared Goff, he might make a few mistakes but I think that's overcomable because Nick Mullins is starting for the Minnesota Vikings. That's right, another backup quarterback. They go from Kirk Cousins to Jaron Hall to Dobbs now to Nick Mullins and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself but we could be seeing a Jaron Hall experience in this game if it goes like I think it will. Nick Mullins he moved the ball a little bit against the Bengals but always makes a dumb mistake. He had some passes that were close to being intercepted turned to touchdowns. He threw some really bad interceptions. The Lions defense played very aggressively against the Broncos with a lot of I'd say personnel changes. Tracy Walker to the bench. Jerry Jacobs to the bench. And we've got Derek Barnes injured. But that's kind of brought a fire to this team. I don't think the skill gap was big between the guys starting and the guys behind. And the guys behind are just bringing a little bit of fire. If Fatou Melifanwu playing safety, playing kind of a big DB in the box, also blitzing a ton. Aaron Glenn had this defense playing more aggressive, and I think that's what you got to do. If you're not the most skilled, you've got to force the other team into mistakes or at least put some pressure on them to make plays to beat you. I think that's what they got to do. Good news for Lions, T.J. Gardner-Johnson back at practice. Now it doesn't look like he's going to play this week, but it will be good to have Gardner-Johnson back and have Melifanu more in a, a rotational role rather than the starting safety back there. I'm really excited for this game. I'm looking forward to a division game, the first time getting our hands on the Vikings this game. I'll be interested to look at the Lions offense versus the Vikings defense. That could be a true chess match between two really good coordinators. But I think the Lions get it done and clinch the NFC North. And hopefully this time next week, we'll be talking about seeding in the NFC, not just winning the division. As for the Colts, they continue in the wild AFC wildcard picture. Things are wild. One game you lose could be out. One game you win you're just hanging on, and the Colts have another winnable game. They're going to the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are fresh off a loss to the Panthers. That's right. Arthur Smith has this team so ready to go, so willing to prove it to the fantasy guys that he's smarter that he lost to the Panthers. Real smart there, pal. But the Colts have another game like they've had in about the last three or four. A chance to win the game pretty easily if you play well. The defense 
Just continue to get pressure. Don't give up anything too crazy. And the offense does get Michael Pittman back. Took that scary hit. Was a concussion. Past concussion protocol. I'm sure some people are a little interested about that. You can take a hit where it looks like you might be out for the year and then you're back next week. Hmm, is something going on there? I don't think Steichen would put his player out there if he thought he was in jeopardy. So I think he is good to go. It'll be good to have Pittman. And then Jonathan Taylor returns from his thumb injury. That'll be good. Now, will he be better than Trey Sermon? Well, hopefully. And Tyler Goodson, well, hopefully he has a role too because Zach Moss will be out with an arm injury. But as long as Gardner Minshew doesn't pull a Bryce Young and just throw it directly to Jesse Bates, I think the Colts should win this game pretty easily. And when I saw the line, I was kind of stunned. Why are the Colts two and a half point favorites? I had to go back to the well for Lige's lock and give me the Colts plus two and a half. This seems easy. Aren't the Colts the better team? Coming off beating the Steelers and they kind of beat up on these bad teams and then mid teams are where they could win or lose. The good teams, well, we haven't seen that recently, so we won't speak too much on it. But being underdogs to the Falcons, that seems wrong. I just locked last week was actually a push. We took the Bengals minus three and they won by three. I'm not, I forget exactly what the record is, but I'll go back and calculate it for next week. But I'm taking the Colts plus two and a half. I think we get another two and a week for the Colts and Lions, continuing the push to the playoffs. All I have to say is go Lions, go Colts, and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the run for the playoffs. It's way more fun than cheering for draft picks, cheering for losing. The playoffs are fun. This is what it's all about. Late December, early January football is fun. That's all I got for the NFL this week. Just a little primer. We've got another chance at some championships, more playoff talk. Next week, we're going to have a big episode on Michigan versus Alabama. I'm going to see if I can do a little bit of research, give you some thoughts about how this can be the first step of the championship run Michigan's on. Michigan's the favorite to win the championship, which to me, just not used to seeing. So I've got a week to take it in, try to understand what we're about to see, and I'll bring you hopefully some tidbits, some matchups to look at, and how the boys are going to keep it rolling in the Rose Bowl against Alabama. Before I get out of here, we got to talk about the biggest game of the week, the Ravens and 49ers, the first and second Super Bowl favorites on Monday night. That's Christmas night. Man, what a game. I'm interested to see. I think the 49ers are beatable, but are the Ravens the team to do it? The 49ers, man, they get out so quick. All I want to say is watch for the Ravens linebackers and Kyle Hamilton to make things tough. Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, Kyle Hamilton are going to have to make things tough over the middle of the field to Debo, Ayuk, Kittle. They're going to have to make Purdy panic a little bit, take a little extra time in the pocket. I think I'll be cheering for the Ravens because there still is a path to the number one seed for the Lions, but this is just a very interesting game, a potential Super Bowl preview. So something to keep an eye on Christmas evening. Everyone's calming down from all the gift-giving and festivities. It'll be good just to sit back and watch a good old football game, 49ers and Ravens. That's all I got for this week. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, at The Light Show. Leave a rating and review. Five stars on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show, and I appreciate it. And Merry Christmas.